So the opportunity is Spanish. And now I'm living in my parents' basement, basically, yep. again, with 24, which is fine. So I said, let me lean into my personal brand because I'm like, I'm into fitness. Uh, I've been training for like eight years, a little bit over that. And I'm also a coach. So I said, well, I'm going to develop my brand a little bit and push that on Instagram and wherever because I'm just in it. But I catch myself looking back because I don't want to miss out on the corporate world as well, because I love that as well. I met so many amazing people. So it's like, Good how news. can I combine that? Easily. Like, you know, as soon as we get to some sort of normalcy and, and corporations are hiring again, which they will, you can apply for a job or another internship and be right back there. Like this is, this is a moment in time and the beauty for you is you're so young, you have your entire life in front of you. Um, and then yeah. if you want to do the fitness stuff in your personal brand, you can do that after hours and on weekends. And then you're, and, and the other thing is, you may change your mind in three years or six years. You yeah, know, true. The, the biggest issue that I see out there is that we don't put changing your mind on a pedestal. I believe that changing my mind is my greatest strength as an operator. The ability to change your mind is powerful. Most people fear changing their mind because they're worried about what people will judge them for when just a year ago they said, I'm gonna be a fitness coach and then nine months later they're selling pizzas and everyone's like, oh, you're full of shit. And and it's not about being full of shit, it's you fucking changed your mind. Yeah, true. I, I think laziness and changing your mind are two things that are completely misunderstood. I think most people think that changing your mind is a show of weakness and you don't know what you're doing. I think it's the reverse. People obviously very much look down on laziness. Believe it or not, for somebody who's like hard work, hard work, I I actually see laziness as an insight to that you're not passionate about that thing and you just need to do another thing. Yeah. Helps so much. Maybe so, maybe so what, what what I'm saying is I apologize. Yeah. What I'm saying there is you can do the corporate thing and then four years later be like, wait a minute, actually I loved being a health you know, professional, and then you can do that and you'll still fucking be under 30. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I don't know, I just feel stuck right now because it was always going so fast and I was ready to kill it, you know, because I'm brother, also like, go, brother, go, go. There, there was people that were ready to have the greatest life of all time that got hit by a car and died. There are people yeah. who just built a monster business in the 1940s in Europe and then a war broke out. There are people yeah. like there are people who are ready to kill it and actually died from COVID. Yeah, facts. Like, yeah, man. the fuck are you complaining about? No, like no one gives a you know shit. You know what I mean? I, I get that. Yeah, it's like don't be sad, be happy. Yeah, man. Look, anybody who's watching right now, if you did not have a loved one die from Corona. You need to be happy. I don't give a fuck about your job. I don't give a fuck about, you know, the missed thing. I don't give a fuck about that you missed your favorite concert or your sporting event. Like, like we need to put shit in perspective. Yeah, true. So true. You're, you're winning. You, the fact that you have a, a parent's home to go to is is better than a lot of people. Yeah, thanks. You just need to switch it. It's kind of like an on-off switch. Instead of spending your time thinking about like, Oh God, I'm so unlucky. Just when I was finally there, I, I, out of in a hundred years, this pandemic, my friend, do you understand that if this pandemic started three months earlier, Kobe Bryant would be alive? It's a shame. You know what I mean? If this pandemic started happened a year ago 
At the same time, my great friend and the great, unbelievable young artist, Nipsey Hussle, would be alive. Like, like, bro, don't be sad. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, I'm kind of happy. I'm glad that you got punched in the stomach because it's gonna make you more resilient in the future. It's gonna make you more thoughtful when you make decisions in the future because you, you've now lived through shit can happen. Yeah. Yeah, so true. You know, yeah, I so just, need to just change your mind. Keep it up. Yeah, just like, um, not only keep it up, realize this is an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to learn every day, bro. Like, I'm trying Good. to make it work. I'm just trying to be the best self every day and just... But I, I get what you mean. Yeah, don't... Maybe... Go ahead. Maybe one more thing that maybe relates to it a little. When I was working there, like, there were a lot of positive people and I drew energy from them mm -hmm. because I, I love to work surrounded by positive people because... I'm positive as well. It's just an uncertain time. But now that I'm back here, I'm missing like the influence of positive people. So, so put positivity in your ear. I do, man. That's why I'm talking more? to you. Man. I appreciate it, bro. So more. So more. Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you contact everybody in your phone and send them a Google Hangout link and get on, you know what, every day at six o'clock for two hours and just shoot positivity. Take yeah. the initiative. Fuck dwelling fucking go all in you take yeah, control man. you take control you create positivity why don't you text all the fucking people that you found positive and say hey man hey hey gal do you want to go on zoom tonight let's get 20 of our friends together think of yeah, literally man. go through your phone from a to fucking z and find every positive person you know and send them a link and say i'll see you at 8 p.m tonight yeah man that's a, that's a great idea well good that's what i'm here for I went to college knowing I wanted to own my own business. I didn't, you know, do it because anyone told me to. It's like I viewed it as my Just business knew. investment. And um, so I've carried that mentality of like being financially, you know, safe with my money, like into my business. And I feel like it might be holding me back. You're not investing um, enough. What's that? You're not investing enough because you're very conservative with the dollars. Right. So like things like wedding wire than not you know going to like wedding expos things like that like try it it's uh, let me give you an example <laughs> i ran for wine text oh good segue get in here dustin for wine text right i ran an ad in a three hundred thousand person email newsletter from one of the biggest wine kind of companies uh this week two days ago right i couldn't wait i couldn't wait like it was like christmas like I couldn't wait to, you know, see how it was gonna do. But I also knew, and I even told my fam, I was like, I even told a story about like one of my worst, you know, advertising moments when I bought a huge ad on luxury.com in 1997 for Wine Library, and I thought it was gonna change our company. We got like two orders, and I spent like $10,000, which was like a billion dollars for that small business at the time. And punchline is, on Monday, it, it didn't do well. Like it, it just didn't do well, right? And and I was thrilled because I got the learning. And I could afford it. It was a lot of money, but I could afford it. My dad's company could afford it. That was why the decision was made. You have to not fear being wrong and you have to not value the cash. Cash is king, but when it holds you back, I, I love, I think you're being very self-aware. I think you can feel it. So what I would say is this, everything you just brought up, the not, expose, things of that nature, you have to do them when you can afford it to go to zero. 
Like, Tori, you basically have to, you know how you paid for school and fucking worked your fucking face off? You you need to realize the education of doing a uh, an expo, the education of doing the knot, the, ex, the execution of doing the wire, the execution of paying a, a wedding influencer a fortune, right? You need to realize that you doing that is you paying for an education, but better than fucking college, you might actually be right half the time and it pays it back immediately. You need to convert it not into I made a bad business decision and I lost the money. You need to convert it into I'm gonna learn from this and if it goes to zero, it's just gonna be a funny fucking story I tell one day just like Gary did about luxury.com. Right. If I ever find you fucking luxury.com fuckers that rip me off, I'm gonna punch you in the neck. <laughs> anyway, Tori, that's the game. Right. If you can go to zero, Every decision has to be, I'm gonna spend 8,000 on this, and if it goes to zero, I won't die. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got it? Yeah. Um, and Is that how you think about it? Um, yeah, because right now, I'm not, I'm I'm only three years into like really trying to get my, my business started up, and um, I, I'm working a part-time job still. I work at a photography museum, and it's, it, it takes up a lot of my time, so being able to work from home has kind of like, been like a nice taste of like what I'm hoping to get to where I can work my business full time. So that's where I'm at is like, I'm, I'm still not financially, you know, able to do my photography full time. I have to work. I have great news. I have great news. Yes. (laughs) You're super young. I mean, I know, but. (laughs) No, no, no. See, the funniest part of that sentence is you can't put the butt in there. Take the butt out and go back to the part of I know. Right. How old are you? I'll be 30 in January. I worked in a liquor store when I was 30. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I'm impatient. I know that. (laughs) At 30, I worked in a liquor store, and when it was the holidays, I would literally ring up people. I was a cashier. I would literally stock shelves. I would literally pack boxes and have them ship out. Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm not afraid of the hard work. I'm not uh, afraid. Clearly. I clearly, did it all, clearly. all that, but. You're um, impatient for the yeah. thing you love. Yeah. Can I, uh, your day job is, is, are you maximizing dollars there? Are you learning something there? Like, is it just a job? It's just a, it's right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. it's been great because it is within my field of interest. It's at a okay. museum of photo- okay. photography, but. That's cool. It's a desk job and it's okay. not Got my it. passion. It's a paycheck. I think for a lot of people like you, you need to get more more strategic about the paycheck. Like what I would be doing probably at all times is applying for other jobs that either give me more dollars so I can invest so I can leave or something that may lead to more opportunities where I enjoy even more. Being the right hand of somebody who I admire 10 times over as a much better photographer. I think where you're misplaying it, and I see a lot of people commenting about this, so it's resonating, is the strategy of just the paycheck needs to be smarter. And for a lot of people here, they need to work at 7-Eleven so they can be on their phone the whole time building up their personal brand and make less money than they are at a job that pays them two times more, but they have no time during the eight hour day because they actually have to do their job. So they have to take even a shittier job, but that's a strategy. You might need to take a job that pays you even more that you might even like less because like you said, it's a desk job anyway. So yeah, the facade is it's in your field, but it's not in your fucking field. So why not make 8,000 more a year by taking some other 
job because that strategy gives you that 8,000, you know, 6,000 post-tax to put into the knot or do a thing that could change your game or take less than the desk job but then become the apprentice or right hand or gopher of the greatest photographer that you've ever, you know, witnessed. Mm -hmm. You have to get much more strategic about your day job. Right. Okay. Um... And I guess that's kind of where I'm at too. I've I've been um, in Daytona and it's about an hour out from Orlando, which is where most of my clients for my photography come from. And I've been meaning to get back to Orlando because that's where I'm originally from. But my job is keeping me in Daytona. I want to punch your job in the fucking face. <laughs> I'm going to fucking go down to Daytona during spring break, of course, and then quickly go over and punch your job in its face. Your fucking okay. job is pissing me off, Tor. Me too, sometimes. <laughs> you need to apply to 800 fuck. I don't give, get in a fucking Pluto content costume and work in fucking Disney. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck to Orlando. Okay. Okay. I'm being serious. Get your ass to fucking Orlando. Okay. What are we doing here? The job has no fucking value. You're just being, you're just in a fucking hamster wheel. Right. Get the fuck out of that job. Now. Of course this happens when 50 million fucking people lose their jobs. So it's not like, you know, like I, the timing is fucking whack. However, that doesn't stop you applying to 800 jobs. Mm -hmm. Like the fuck are we doing here? Like, I think I'm scared to, I, I think I've always, because I'm always so like, what's the next goal? What's the next goal? What's the next goal? I'm scared to take the step backwards to take a job that you, like, you the know. The fuck we've been doing here for fucking a month on Tea with Gary Vee. Humility is the fucking superpower. Humility is the unlock. Mm -hmm. You need to be humble. Right. Like, I wanna, like, Tori, you need to be humble. Like, I need to go to a Knicks Magic game when they get back to playing, go to the stadium, sit there, and see you serving some fucking popcorn. And then I'm gonna say, that fucking girl's on her way. <laughs> right. Humility, get your fucking ass to Orlando. People are going crazy about your photos. Let's put up your Instagram again. Thanks. <laughs> like people are going nuts. Like, hey anybody, like if you need- Anyone in Florida getting married, hire me. <laughs> Listen to me. Get to fucking Orlando. And that means applying to 500 jobs this week. And that's what you do for three hours at night. For okay. real. And by the way, there are a lot of businesses that are exploding during this time. There's a lot that are struggling, going out of business. On the flip side, there's a lot that are growing. Mm 